Welcome to the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope. I'm your host, Judy Zulfikar, and I'm thrilled to be joined by my amazing co-host, Jamie Zinn, District Governor of Rotary District 5330. Together, we will take you on a journey to discover the incredible impact Rotarians have on our community and around the world. Get ready to be inspired by our Rotary Heroes of Hope. Hello, and welcome to today's podcast of Rotary's Heroes of Hope. Judy, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. I am so very empowered to be here with our guest. It's like I used to ride bikes. I don't ride them anymore, but I want to hear about how it's going and uh, very excited to to be here with Chuck and, and Kurt. Awesome. Great, great. Chuck, glad to have you. And Kurt, glad to have you here today as well. So we're going to start with you, Chuck. Tell us about this wonderful cycle tour for polio, I understand. Uh, the Tour de Tucson um, is the most adrenaline-rushing experience anybody can ever have. Um, to ride for for polio, to raise money, y- you sign up and you uh, are looking forward to it. And then when you get there and all of a sudden you see all the rotary jerseys that are that are there and you start to talk to all the other Rotarians before the ride starts before you know it your adrenaline level is over the top and as you're riding the more you ride the more the adrenaline kicks in and then you hit your first stop and uh, there's there's rest stops where they go ahead and give you water and nosh and everything else and how long is this right I was gonna say yeah uh, okay so the I'm doing the 32 mile there's oh, a 32 wow. a 63 and what is it 106. 104. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going to back up just a tiny, tiny bit. Yes. Chuck, who are you and where are you from? Okay. Um, I'm I'm Chuck Weisbart. I am from – I live in Idlewild, and I am um, from the Idlewild Rotary Club, and I've been in Rotary for uh, about 33 years now. And And why are we raising money for polio? Because we are almost at the finish line, but it just keeps creeping up. Creeping up. So polio polio has been an initiative for Rotary since, Jamie, you might know this. I don't know the year. 1970? No, 1985. Okay, since 1985 with the intent to eradicate polio all over the world, correct? Absolutely, yes. And... um, uh, we keep raising money, and you know the great thing is, miraculously, the Gates Foundation matches money that is raised for polio. So every dollar you raise on this ride, the Gates Foundation is going to match it, correct? Three, three, it, we, three it doubled, times. It, it, so it's do, two times. So two if times. we okay. raise a dollar, three dollars goes towards mm-hmm. polio. That's amazing, and we have as a Rotary International, eradicated polio, except for, I believe, what, Afghanistan, Afghanistan and Pakistan. Pakistan. Those are the only two countries that have had some wild cases of uh, a polio. And and, um, and it's only been, what, one or two this year. If I, I, I used to get those reports all the time. I don't know why I haven't gotten them recently. Well, and we need to distinguish the fact because some people are going to say, whoa, 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 wait, we've had it in New York. We're talking about the wild polio vi- uh, virus. Right. 
and and I don't know, I'm not a doctor enough to uh, to distinguish those two. But the the key is is that those are the ones that are out can be caught very easily and usually found in children in other countries. Correct. correct. Yes, that's correct. Sorry, I just wanted to set that stage, no, that's... Chuck, to understand because what you guys are doing is extremely powerful, and we needed to understand the why behind it. What's What's even more powerful is when you're in the ride and. This just blows me away. Last year in the ride, there were like four or five people that did the same segment I was doing, the 32-mile, mm-hmm. that were um, paraplegics. Oh, that's amazing. Okay, so they were pedaling with their arms. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, and they'd pass me every so often or I'd pass them every so often. And the feeling you have that these people, it's so important to them to do this and they're so into it, and you take a look at them and you say, "Oh my God, I've got a whole body. I've got everything I can, you know, you can imagine," and they only have half a body that they can use, and they're in it. That's the definite able-bodied part of it, right? Yes. Yeah, and, and that's an aha moment. Absolutely, with, with without a doubt. And um, the minute you see another Rotarian on the road, oh, as you're riding. First thing you know, to, the first thing you always say is, where's your club? <laughs> right. Okay? Where are you from? What club are yes, you in? Yes, absolutely. Where's your club? How much do you think you're going to raise? And before you know it, you got this conversation going as you're riding, and the adrenaline is just pumping and pumping and pumping. Then you get to a rest stop, and before you know it, I mean, there's like 10, 12 Rotarians right there, and you're all talking together about the whole thing. And it, there's just it's just the most miraculous feeling in the world that, you're able to help change someone's life. And at the same time, it's changing your life. Absolutely. It's just, it's, there's no feeling in the world like it. I mean, it's just. You know, we talk a lot about how, what we do, especially on this podcast. This is the impact that we're having on others. But I don't know that we talk enough about the impact that it has on ourselves as we are able to give, as we are able to ride, as we are able to donate, as we are able to lead. It's a really important part of the whole process, right? It's kind of like the Gates Foundation, okay? Right. Okay. The, you, you do your part and you get twice as much back. Right. All right. And all of a sudden you sit there and you just you just sit there and you say to yourself, you know, this has been a lot of work, but what I'm getting back for it, I've never done anything like this in my life. And it's phenomenal. And the other thing that's really cool is I think Kirk, if I'm correct, last year was the first year they allowed e-bikes in. Am I correct into the tour? I believe that's correct. Okay. And so talk about diversity, equity, and inclusion, which is really important to Rotary. Okay, all of a sudden you've got these people who've never been able to do anything physical like this to contribute. Right, and they get that double back of feeling, right? All of a sudden these people have these e-bikes and they're riding with you and you sit there and you say, oh my God, they're able to do it. And you see somebody who weighs 250 pounds on on an e-bike, all right? And all of a sudden they're smiling and they're they're able to help. They're able to be part of this. That to me is also a beautiful thing that I love about this ride is the fact that they include everybody. So, how many people? Uh, maybe, and this is a question for you, Kirk. How many people participate in this, and from what areas are they coming from? Are they from all across the country? Can you tell us a little more about that? I surely can. We have about eight thousand people 
writing in the here in Tucson, probably 500, 800 are racers. All the rest of us are regular people. You know, we stop and eat cookies and rotary. <laughs> That's my kind rotary of ride. Peanut butter sandwiches, and and we stop and talk, and we're so happy. Like Chuck, Chuck said it so well. You know, I'm not a great writer, but when I signed up for my first L L tour. The road, well, the first time I didn't even do it for Rotary. I just got excited. <laughs> and I said, I'm going to do 62 miles. Wow. But for the first time in the history of Tucson bike riding in November, it rained two inches that year. And it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and you, And yet you still came back. Well, I... I didn't finish that year. Was it a cleansing? Was it a cleansing experience? Yes, it was. I did it in perfect weather the next year. And then I thought, you know, the adrenaline is so great. I'm not an accomplished writer, but I'm going to do 100 miles for Rotary. And I survived. And I was so excited to finish the ride and all the Rotarians gather at our booth and we have cold beverages and popsicles and we encourage each other and commiserate with each other and laugh. It's it's just like Chuck described it. So when you do these hundred miles that you're speaking of, um, is this all in Tucson proper? Do you end up going into other cities? Where does this hundred miles extend to? Sure. So the the route makes it's always made a huge circle around Tucson. We have a loop that's just for. Uh, regular riders like me, that's 56 miles. And so we go out beyond that for the 100-mile ride. And uh, the roads are good. The police escorts are out there to help us. And it's just delightful. So we're coming up on the 38th year of the, and this is called well, 40th the 40th year. Oh, is year. it the 40th? I must have, well, thank you. I, I have older information. So the 40th year of the El Tour de Tucson. And um, well, then I have my, the, it, it quoted here that it's a hundred million dollars that has raised this, this tour collaborates not only with Rotary, but with a lot of other nonprofits and each one of them have the opportunity to raise money. Um, my specific question with regards to Rotary is, do we have any idea of how many Rotarians have uh, participated in this race over the years and how much has been raised for polio? I have that, of course. I knew you would, Kirk. (laughs) Because I ride each year in El Tour, I was uh, nominated to be the chair of the polio ride committee. What a wonderful honor. Which I actually love. So $100 million has been raised through 
El Tour, 30 plus charities, Rotary in 14 years. Out of the 40, we have raised $63 million. Wow. And then, okay, so then we... So that's more than 60% of all the charitable funds raised since the very beginning of the ride. And those are matched. Well, at least some of them. No, right? That's by the, including by the, the match. That's yeah. including the match. Okay. So $63 million. That is amazing. It's the largest, I'm convinced, the largest fundraiser Rotary has ever experienced. Now, I, I don't do quick math, but I think that Jamie might have her calculator here. If I remember correctly, the dose of uh, medicine for a dose of for a polio um, uh, vaccine is something like 15 cents. So, okay, let's do the math. How many doses does 63 million do? Oh, gosh. Multiply it by, I would say, six or seven. So that would be what? Well, 15, yeah, 15. Close to 400 million uh, doses. And that is amazing. How many children you and everyone else that have gone on this ride have been able to vaccinate? That is a huge step towards eradicating polio just with this right. one initiative. Not to mention so, the you know, we had we Yeah, we had the pandemic and that canceled the entire ride. And so we're coming back from the the time when not that many Riders were here for for rotary, for rotary, and so between the pandemic and a little bit of donor fatigue, we really have to bear down. Because I read yesterday uh, a World Health Organization estimate that if we don't wipe it out completely within ten years. There could be as many as 200,000 cases of polio. We really have to finish the fight. Definitely finish what we started, correct? Correct. I don't think, unfortunately, the younger people today understand what Rody, what what polio was like. I was born in 1952, and I remember as a child seeing Friends, right? Friends, people, uh, people who had survived polio, but were absolutely, they were embraces, and you knew they were going to be embraces the rest of their lives. The younger people- And that's leg braces. Leg braces, exactly. And the younger people, and and pictures of people, of rows of people in these iron lungs, and and what was an iron lung, okay? And when you see how it worked and everything else- the younger people today have no idea what this disease can do, how fast it can spread, and what the total impact is on lives totally. And having lived to that visual horror of seeing and experiencing people that I went to school with that were in the embraces, You have to experience that. And unfortunately, I'm afraid personally that younger people don't understand how debilitating this is, how totally debilitating this is, 
and yet how easy it is to cure. Well, and I think that's why it's prevent, important. Excuse me. Why it's so important that we have these kinds of conversations because if I'm a person that loves to bike ride, I might not understand the total impact of polio or what it has had on the world. But I like to go on that bike ride and I like that challenge and I want to go from 32 miles to 132 miles. And then that is where we have an opportunity to really help them understand why, the why behind what we're doing. Exactly. Um, so getting the word out and, and like what you are both doing today with us is allowing anybody to understand the fun behind the ride, right? If you just like to ride that's a reason enough to come out. And then there's such great purpose behind it as well. Absolutely. And plus, you walk away with a bunch of new friends. Well, that's not a bad it's thing. It's just absolutely. When you're riding, this happened last year when I was riding. There was a, a Rotarian. He didn't have any rotary clothing or anything on, but he came all the way from Michigan uh -huh. just to ride in the tour. And his wife was there, and she was on an e-bike, and he was on a mountain bike, and I'm on my road bike, and we start to chat. And before we know it, I know everything there is to know about his club, and I know <laughs> some fun fundraisers that they do, and we and, and and we email back and forth and back and forth, and it's just, it's it's a beautiful thing. The connections you make, the payback is is unbelievable to the to the rider and exponential, look, absolutely, and it's phenomenal. Well, and you're meeting people who aren't even Rotarians who Ew, are wanting to participate in this. Um, and what good a great recruitment way. opportunity! I was going to say, great <laughs> outreach, great outreach for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely, that's right. the The folks that run El Tour, when we mention Rotary, they're like, "Oh, wow, you guys! We don't believe what you're doing." So it's fantastic public image work. It, and it's fun. I have, uh, Kirk, I don't know if you remember, I'm the guy who has that big tattoo on my leg, rotary <laughs> tattoo with bike pedals on it. And when I'm riding, the number of people who come up from behind me, because I'm very slow, okay, the people who come up from behind me, the first thing they say is, wow, you're pretty dedicated to rotary. <laughs> you have to be to get a t tattoo, right? And my comment is, do you, do you understand what rotary is? Do you have any idea? No, I just know it's a service organization. What do you guys do? And before you know it, I'm trying to recruit the whole ride. <laughs> there you that, go. There, that's Chuck. So, Chuck, how many years have you been involved in this race? Uh, this is my third, actually. And what sparked your interest? You know, I went to an RI convention. Rotary International Convention. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> acronyms, acronyms. <laughs> and I, the, I saw the fellowship of, of, of the Rotary Fellowship of Cycling. And then, okay, let's stop. I'm going to stop you there. What does it mean to be a fellowship? Because there's, I don't think we talk enough about that in Rotary, actually, because that's a pretty cool thing. That's part of what we do. And it's worldwide. Yes. And they, and, and Rotary through the fellowship does rides to raise money for different things all over the world. So a fellowship in Rotary can be a skiing fellowship, uh, a wine tasting fellowship, a oh, absolutely. whiskey tasting fellowship. It's basically a group of Rotarians getting together to do something, whatever that something is, whatever their passion is. It doesn't necessarily have to be a fundraiser of any sort. It is just maybe you just like going snow skating or snow skiing or snowboarding. Um, and a group of Rotarians get together. It's just like-minded people getting together and doing fun stuff. It's outside of the club meeting, outside of the things we do in club as the service part of it. But it looks like the benefit of this is that you've taken that passion, that fellowship, and also turned it into something Absolutely. that is Absolutely. And it's the way I kind of look at 
the fellowships in Rotary, they're magnets. It's a magnet, and you attract people that have that are polarized the same way you are. And before you know it, you've got all these friends you're working with for whatever it is. As right. I say, that are passionate do- about the same things you're passionate about. Exactly. And for instance, um, in in the fellowship of cycling for Rotary, they um, it's all road biking. Well, I'm a mountain biker. I road bike one day one day a year. Okay, <laughs> and that's the at the Tour de Tucson. <laughs> the rest of the time, I am on a mountain bike on single track trails with rocks and roots and everything else. And that, to me, is my passion. But because I'm on Rotary, I said, you know what? I'm going to do this ride. So I did it the first time three years ago. And this is my third time. And I'm going to do it as long as I am physically able to do it. I will be doing it because it is a highlight in my life. And not to call you out, Chuck, but because this is not a visual medium, how old are you? Too old. Okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm 71. That's awesome. I mean, and and it's people of all ages are participating in this. Absolutely. Right? So let's talk about that. When is this ride, and how can people sign up now? Is this there's still time? Is there oh, still time? absolutely, Kirk. I'm going to cut the hand it there, off to you, buddy. There you go. It's. Uh, we're looking for a good number of signups between now and November 18th. It's always the Saturday before Thanksgiving. Okay. So the website is polioride.org, and that will tell you everything. Polioride.org, right? Polioride.org. You can get a jersey, you can sign up, you can get a fundraising effort underway, you can, and then wherever you are in the country, I'll be in touch with anybody that signs up. Absolutely. It's just, it's phenomenal because you reach out to Kirk, you instantly get an email back, no matter what it is. He's just all over it, okay? So, Kirk, I think you mentioned earlier, wasn't it 8,000 people you said you had ride last year, roughly? No, that's, yeah, for El Tour, right. Yeah, and because it's the 40th anniversary, they're looking for an especially big turnout. I was going to say, how many how many people do you think are going to turn out this year? And, uh, you know, of that number, how many do you think will be Rotarians that will be, you know, doing this? Uh, about a hundred. I think the most we've ever had is a hundred and twenty. So it ranges, you know, around that every year. So we need to try to get you two hundred, and they don't yes. have to be Rotarians, <laughs> right? They can ride Absolutely. for polio. No, no. They can ride for polio even if they're not Rotarians. We have a lot of Rotarians that are riders, so we right. just need to get the word out and uh, send them your direction. Sounds like this is a uh, perfect newsletter item. What do you think, Judy? I think, Chuck, you need to write an article. And I think you need to write it, Chuck. (laughs) Absolutely. Consider it done. Okay. uh, We need it by this weekend, just so you know. You'll have it in the morning. Thank you very much. (laughs) And with that, I would like to say thank you both for coming out and chatting with us today. This is fun. What an exciting time. I hope you come back after the race and talk about it and tell us all about the, the great experiences that you had and what you were able to raise. Yes, uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. This is the, the extra thing that I'm going to just throw in is um, this month is my uh, mine and Susan's 50th anniversary. Oh, congratulations. congratulations. And we're going on a road trip. We're going to be going. On a bike ride? 
to Tucson? Well, no. Well, actually, <laughs> that, is, that is the end of our, our road trip. Awesome. We are ending. We're going for two months, and we're going to end up in Tucson on the 17th of November, the 18th I'm riding, and then we're heading home. So um, that's going to be the end of our 50th anniversary trip, and what a way to cap it off. Well, that's beautiful. Well, we hope that you have a wonderful trip and a successful ride. Thank you. Yes, and thank you both for joining us today. We're very excited to hear about it. And, uh, Chuck, I think I need to talk to you about those uh, e-riders, you know? I think Dwight and I might want to catch one of those e-ride bikes and come on out there and do that. Oh, that'd be awesome. Those are, those absolutely. bikes are awesome. I love Oh, yeah, them. absolutely. Guess what? Huh? I have one you can use. You do? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to be in Tucson with you. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. All right. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody. Kirk, Bye. thanks so much. So that wraps up this episode of Heroes of Hope. We are so happy that we have an audience out there listening. We want you to subscribe, share, and tell your friends about the Rotary Community Heroes of Hope because that's how we get the word out about the impact we're having in this world. 